Well, that yeah, either <laughs> either that or it's a dude going around and you know yeah, some ginger. Yeah, exactly, some ginger. <laughs> it's Ed Sheeran. <laughs> it's Ed Sheeran, definitely. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy Scott. Hello, howdy. And from Music Video Sins, Barrett Share. Yo. And today nice. we have a special guest. Ooh, ain't yeah. Weird? He's been here before. Yeah, it's not Andy Weir this time. Sorry, guys. Andy Weir is not a regular part of this podcast. Yet. Yet. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, returning for his, like, sixth or seventh time. Aaron Dicer Yay! is here. Oh, hi, guys. Hi. Straight from Mizzou. Yeah. Which is uh, uh, apropos to this mini pod we're about to do for sharp objects. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. It happens kind of. How many of in these the people in the, do, like, do you know people like this in this show? Have you run into them? Up there uh, no, in not like this. Any no. people like this? I but- mean, if I figure if it's people like this, you don't know if they're people like this. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's maybe not, you don't. It's like, uh, but I, this certainly doesn't describe the town I live in. I guess we <laughs> so. should probably do what we do with movies and we should go spoiler free as much as possible yes. for a few minutes mm-hmm. and then you almost have to talk spoilers to talk about this show at least properly at least i do oh absolutely now the reason this is the first tv mini pod that we've ever done i think, I think so Ooh. it is and i binged this series after jeremy and chris were talking about how much they loved it and immediately after i finished episode eight i emailed everybody and said we have to do a mini pod on yeah. this because I'm so conflicted over what I just saw. Yeah. I need to hash it out with smart people that can help take me on this journey. Can we yes. find some? Can we get <laughs> yeah. some smart people we in We have here? at least three <laughs> yeah. smart we're people gonna, in we're the gonna studio. Have to, we're going to have to make a drive. <laughs> have to hop in the car and find some. Let's go find some of those smart people. I think one of them was Aaron's Uber driver earlier. Probably. <laughs> probably so. Um, I think first and foremost, we can all agree that Amy Adams is rocking the shit. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. She is indeed. <laughs> I used it, to think she was kind of a Streisand. <laughs> now I think she's rocking the shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> If, um, if anybody could win uh, an Oscar for a TV performance, <laughs> it just happened. Like it's it's a great performance. It's one of yeah. those things that feels like that, right? Right. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's such a unique show because even in this age of of great cable shows, there's still most of them doing ten to thirteen episodes. And this is eight episodes, so it's a little longer than a typical miniseries, a little shorter than a typical series. It's a standalone thing. They're they're not bringing it back, and mm-hmm. it, it's very cinematic. Uh, one of the things I appreciated most about the show was how few fucks they gave about doing what shows typically do, particularly with editing. Uh-huh. Um, there's an episode... I think episode three ends with this wicked fast montage of images, some of flashbacks and some are like nightmares mm-hmm. and and then it goes right to credits and i'm like well i have never seen a show do that yeah and yeah. i don't care that was pretty cool uh i liked how daring it seemed to be yeah the performances across the board here i think are pretty excellent yeah. even with the minor characters like 
Fucking Elizabeth Perkins, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, as the boozy, just uh, debutante about mm-hmm. town. She, uh, she killed it. Yeah. Yeah. She's great in that. Uh, not literally. The, uh, yeah. the, uh, the <laughs> or one. Or did the, she? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the one's probably getting the most, uh, accolades outside of Amy Adams is Eliza Scanlon, who I believe is from Australia, but you would never know that from the way she does. This, this is, is like her first per- performance. It's right? one of her first, first. Yeah. That was her, Ama, right? Yeah. yeah. She's playing Ama and, uh, or Amma? Amma. Amma? Yeah, well, it should be Amma, but they all said Amma. It drove me crazy. Um, <laughs> but uh, but she's really good because for the most part, she's playing this very spaced out person who, you know, you don't, you know, like, oh, okay, well, she's just a troubled teen, but there's so much more to it oh, and yeah. everything. So um, I didn't even realize it was because she plays the role in two different, two very different portrayals depending on who she's around i didn't even realize it was the same character mm-hmm. until a little bit later in that mm-hmm. episode sure sure and you know, she's gonna be everywhere like yeah. she's probably like the next alicia vikander in terms of like she shows up in this thing and then she's gonna be in everything yeah. like she's already i think she's already been cast in that little women yeah yeah um, she has oh yeah that they're the making. greta gerwig greta gerwig's yeah. making you know there's a little women coming out like in a month that's not the Greta Gerwig one. I didn't like, know that. But it's that's just like an annual, me. an annual thing now. Is that well, we release is, little women like movies. Eight versions of this already. Yeah, it's a story we definitely need to be told <laughs> again. <laughs> I don't remember any of it, even though I've seen like two of them. Oh, geez, my <laughs> wife watches that uh, Winona Ryder one like every month. It oh, seems. wow! And I always, I still. I'm like, which one dies? Which one dies? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. The show also not only Elizabeth Perkins shows up, but you have some other people that I hadn't seen in forever, like Matt Craven, who yeah. you may remember from Crimson Tide, mm-hmm. and uh, from and Henry Journey or Journey or whatever mm-hmm. his name is. He played Kittredge, I think, in uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and he uh, was in Clear and Present Danger. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, he's the guy who's like boom or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh but uh it, yeah the, the acting is amazing in this this is another i mean would you say the the mysteries i guess pretty good it's just not it's not one of those type of mysteries that gives you a whole bunch of clues and you're trying to put them all together or anything uh right off the the bat i believe it's what is his name the guy from jurassic park that's in this that's her, her boss Miguel Sandoval. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who's another guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, would, yeah, I love that, that that you thought the guy from Jurassic Park, and I, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's been in other stuff that... Oh, he's been in... He's had way bigger roles in other things. <laughs> that's but, awesome, so, though. But, but the very beginning, like that beginning part of Jurassic Park is yeah. in the amber right. and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because uh, Grant's like me. He's a digger. <laughs> um, and so, like, uh, he, his boss... Uh, his boss her boss t- sends her out there and basically says i don't want you to go out there solving this mystery i just want you to get stories from the town as they deal with this and everything of course that kind of directive sort of still lends you to going like digging deeper and everything yeah um and uh so you have you have the conflict between the police matt craven plays the the local sheriff and then uh, chris messina who i've seen in a million things mm-hmm. uh plays the uh is he an fbi is he's not he's no i think detective. he's just a detective he's from a detective? the kansas city uh, oh, okay yeah. uh, police department just yeah. here to help out there yeah they have that conflict of like you know where he's kind of in charge but the the local guy is doing his own thing and he's also got a conflict with the top button of his he shirts too because he he's always showing off that little undershirt uh, area there. Top. And he's always like 
cake. Everybody's dripping with sweat this yeah. entire yeah. fucking yeah. series. I don't yeah. think you can make this show if people aren't, if not everybody's dripping in sweat. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's kind of the whole part of the aesthetic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I love that, that the show doesn't get the show. Yeah, it is a show. Doesn't get bogged <laughs> down in either the mystery or the articles she writes. Like, right. We get, a piece or two here or there, but it's not like somebody in a cafe reading her article so we know exactly what she's written. Um, we just see how it's affecting her. I mm-hmm. think that's what the show is most fascinated in is how this experience affects her. Um, there are there are no winners here. Like, mm, no. If you were hoping somebody's going to have a happy ending. Yeah. No, everybody hurts. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. It sucks a, for everyone. It's a, it's a family drama. She goes she goes back home and lives with her parents. And, like, Patricia Clarkson plays this just awful, awful mom, like, who's just always drunk or on something or whatever. And, like, there's a there's some really just, like, devastating dialogue between them. At, Jesus, and, Tony Soprano's mom is afraid of this woman. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um she it's 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 obvious that she doesn't uh she she just doesn't like doesn't like her daughter really just she just kind of no and and it it makes it worse that she's a pillar of the community in mm-hmm. wind gap missouri mm-hmm. where this takes place which makes it worse because in the first episode this is not a spoiler she says you know anything you do reflects on this family basically me mm-hmm. so you have to watch your shit yeah and and that makes it even it makes her want to act out more but also she feels the effects of that too well and if she's just not, so complex the mom's just not a pillar she's the pillar yeah like she's the richest woman in town her pig farm employs most of the people there i don't think there are any other pillars yeah and i think that's why her relationship with the sheriff is so fascinating to me because he seems almost programmed by dna to to go to her like she's the mayor Mm -hmm. right in Mm -hmm. terms of like reporting and telling her about the investigation and whatnot uh but yeah i mean it's just it's i think the mystery ultimately takes a back seat i said on an earlier podcast that i had gone from thinking i knew who the killer was to not caring yeah uh and that remained true for me all the way right up until the end uh i cared much more about her journey Mm -hmm. um than i did um you know how the mystery shook out and it was kind of refreshing yeah mm-hmm. uh we got to get into spoilers because i've got questions yeah i have i had several things i'm like eh, well maybe later no uh, yeah, well yeah exactly <laughs> oh, before we do that did we like this show yes okay i like for sure okay. i'm not sure i loved it okay i think I, i'm i think i'm with you then yeah uh, i loved you it. loved it yeah i have the two best things i've seen all year have come from hbo and it was the tale and this show yeah I, I can't say, I guess, without spoilers, the reason I only like it is I think it is it's spacious on purpose. Like mm. it's definitely taking its time. But I think this could have easily been six, maybe four episodes. Like I I'm on the opposite end. I think oh, it really? should you be 10 more? episodes. Well, I think you can go either way. To resolve right? a lot of stuff that Correct. they brought I, up. Yeah, I think you can go either way. I think you can take out those things mm. and really cut it down to its bare bones thematically, which I think the thematics in the show are absolutely incredible mm. or you can expand it and make it something bigger and because this is a book right this is based mm-hmm. on the book yeah i'm sure there's more in that book there apparently that, is a you lot know, more you could do yeah. maybe even do two seasons of eight episodes or something mm-hmm. i don't know but yeah it was the gillian flynn who did uh, right. gone girl and everything um uh yeah i ultimately i think i would probably give this a solid a overall uh the the uh i i 
when I think back on the plot of this entire show and like how everything sort of like makes a lot of sense by the time it's done certain things and we can't get into it without spoilers but there are certain things about this show that like wow 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 like by the end of it when you start thinking about all the different things that have happened uh i really like how it comes together and everything everything makes sense plot wise mm. to me Miss Luke's father is actually Darth Vader. She's the sister and the daughter. No, 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 no. I'm reading the books. What's crazy to me is that I feel like there are several moments throughout the show from the middle of the season on where I feel like she's as devastated as she can get. Like, especially at the hotel when she and the 18-year-old kid get caught. And I'm like, it can't get any worse than this. It really can't. <laughs> and then she finds out what she finds out about her mother and her dead sister and the homemade medicine. Then she goes home and lets her mother give it to her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like screaming at the TV like, why? But at the same time, I'm like, oh, she's in that much pain. Yeah. Maybe this is the only way she can see to get out of it. Yeah. I don't know. I think we've crossed over into spoilers. Oh, territory. yeah. We're definitely into spoilers now. <laughs> you said so earlier. I thought I, we were clear. I was unaware. unaware. I, I was it. like sitting there going, going. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought we were in agreement <laughs> and then we graded it. And I assume somewhere you can slide a spoiler thing in there. I got it. <laughs> but God, when she walked in that house and sits down at the dinner table, I was expecting a confrontation. I was expecting an argument. Uh, you killed my sister. Mm -hmm. She sits down and almost in a matter of seconds, becomes the automaton daughter. Yeah. Have you seen Phantom Thread yet? No. Oh, well, I don't want to spoil it. What a brilliant point. correlation, right? But yeah. Well, I mean, it deals with some yep. of the exact same stuff. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Phantom, so. Phantom Thread. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's so great. Okay. Okay. Munchausen's by proxy, which you That's probably right. last heard in the Sixth Sense. Yep. Uh, you know, was, uh, you know, it's a, a plot point in this whole, in this whole thing. And a very real thing. And it's a plot point that and this was one of those things that I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Patricia Clarkson, the mom, she, 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 you know, gave her, uh, younger daughter, the youngest daughter, this medicine. She died over it and everything. So yeah, she definitely, but then you're like, wait a minute, that, doesn't have the mo of the actual violence that happens in this in the series because these women these two two girls are killed like horribly yep. like uh and 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 it was one of those things where it it's a it's a usual suspects type of reveal by oh, yeah. the end because it's like oh yeah that totally makes sense stupid bitch patricia clarkson yeah you know and all that and then she says not guilty at the trial and you're like Something's just not settling right, you know, during this whole ending of the series and everything. And then, yeah, sure enough, you know, like it drops oh, yeah. that reveal on you. Okay, so let's start with the ending because mm -hmm. I have questions and I'll fully admit that I'm dense and maybe I just didn't get it. You're dense. You're, um, dense. you're so dense. Okay, so I understand what you're saying that it, it made sense. But then she was the, the woman in white, right? Mm -hmm. and, but the woman in white has been an ur urban legend for years. And she's super young because yeah, Amy Adams referenced they it. They said they saw a woman in white. And I think, yeah, so I guess maybe she's playing off of that myth or something. I mean, like the that. vibe I got that was that the 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 town rumor was, was, was in place and then from in, pa in the past. Yeah. And the, this just happened to be Emma in a white 
nightgown. Consider the source too of that woman in white. It was this kid who's being locked up in his house with a invalid mother, yeah, and like you know, given a gun to protect the house and everything. So like, you know, the no, it could be. I mean, so so that's just one thing. The way that they were killed and the fact that it took like a grown man like struggling to get the teeth out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Are we saying that that Emma or Ama had that strength herself or was it a group effort or it seemed like they went out of their way to say that this is very, very difficult for a grown man to That's do. That's interesting. I'm. <sighs> yes, I think you're right. I, th- they are, I think they are saying Emma had the strength to do that. Mm. They're yeah, absolutely well, saying that whether it makes sense or not. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I felt like thing. the show went out of its way to point at her several times along the way where I, I became convinced it was Emma at one point. That's who you thought did it from episode four or whatever. Yes, okay. that first episode, I think it was actually episode three, where she shows that criminal insanity side for the first time. And you're just like, whoa, this is more than drugs and alcohol. Hmm. Um, that was where I was like, uh, and then the show keeps doing stuff like where the sheriff says to the two girls, um, some drunk driver is going to plow into you because he won't see you. And the girl's like, could be a she. Don't be sexist, Sheriff. Yeah. I felt like there were a lot of moments like yeah. that in the show where they were, the show was kind of trying to remind me maybe a little too much that, hey, women can be just as guilty as yeah. men. Yeah. Well, that's the that was that was just like you were saying. There's a part where Amy Adams is on the phone and she's talking about like you know, the, they, the law enforcement thinks it's a man. It has to be a man. But, you know, I don't you know. I don't know that type of thing. Yeah. Or, where they're basically saying, yeah, it probably is a woman who did this. You're right. That was a part in there that I was having questions about. But they also have questions about, because you were saying you brought up that group possibility there. Mm-hmm. Like during those flashes during the credits, I almost could swear I saw the other two girls. I think there. I did too. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I think that's possible. And they were killed in very you different th- wait, hold ways. Wait, You thought you saw more than just her in the credits? I could I saw the other two girls. Oh. The dead girls from yeah. Wendy. I, I don't remember. I mean, no, I not the s- dead girls. The two girls that oh, are still that living. Oh, her buddies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the other ones. And there's a, there's a, remember, there's also a part where she's showing them the dollhouse and all that. Yeah. And there, that, I knew there was something about that fucking dollhouse. They kept, especially when they did, they opened that whole thing with Amy Adams, like looking into it. And yeah. Then it like turns back into reality. And you, you knew, I just, I love the balls of the reveal because it's like, even the reveal is like, this isn't the most important thing about this show. Right. It's right. Like, right. Yes, yes, end, yes. Yeah. It was her. And if you want to watch the credits, couple more flashes of very very important mystery related plot do you think they did that just to make sure people knew i felt like they weren't quite trusting the audience and that's why they did that well i didn't trust the show as an audience because i turned it off i didn't realize there were credit scenes until i read about it and i went back and watched them um so i turned it off immediately and i was like i was thinking about it i was like do I buy that? You should have been through the credits just because of that Zeppelin song playing towards the end. <laughs> that was bad. The song is ass. awesome, dude. Yes. I feel like I felt like the show painted itself as close enough to being Camille's story that she could be an unreliable narrator. And I feel like those flashes in the credits were to say, "Yeah, no, this is actually the truth." No, not they had just to be her. Yeah. Uh, but man, I was on my feet. Mm-hmm. When she was like, "Don't tell Mama," mm-hmm. and it goes to Chris, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. "Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit!" Yeah. Um, so yeah, that girl's that Same girl's here. probably destined for some kind of. <laughs> but the thing that Emmy, the thing that ended up by uh, that I ended up really liking about it was all this whole this Munchausen's thing because like 
she she was Amy Adams' character was going to be that same. She's going to have the same fate. Yep. yep. But she resisted. She was like, you know, she just sort of like, I'm doing my own thing. She didn't want want her mom's help right any of that type of that's the reason why she lived yeah think about that yeah and uh and they and then when she decides to go ahead and do this and, and that's when patricia carklin just suddenly loves her daughter because now i can take care of you i've been waiting and so long for this yes yeah, exactly the way the husband acts when he sees her making the medicine and he's like don't overdo it mm-hmm. and yeah. he's just he's maybe the most fascinating character to me I'll pay extra attention to him on the next time through because mm-hmm. he is broken. Yeah. He has no power. I told Aaron a couple episodes ago, I think he might be the killer. Yeah. I think Adora might have said to him, go take care of these two girls for me. Tell them how it is. The way she kind of did with Camille, mm-hmm. tell her to move her car. It could easily have twisted that way and I would have bought it because he was basically her robot. Mm-hmm. Even though he has that one escape with the music, that doesn't even seem to really do it. Like, yeah. It's just kind of like... It's interesting. It's almost like a reversal of the American Beauty family, Wes Bentley's parents, oh, you know, where the, the mom is just catatonic almost. Like, oh. this guy's just going through the motions. Yeah. yeah. The only time he really gets anything in is when he has that scene in the barbershop with the sheriff, and he's just like... And I, I also didn't know exactly whether they were implying that they had a like a romantic relationship together too or if it was strictly business no i think he was implying that yeah okay. no that i yeah i picked up on that too yeah yeah and it, that was okay so here's my ultimate problem of why i didn't love it i love the way it looks i love the way it felt i love the way it the atmosphere that it built and like you i cared more about the feels than the the mystery itself but the stuff that they spent a lot of time on early on, like the pig teeth thing, like the, uh, you know, seeing the, uh, the Clorox and stuff like that and how that, you know, impacts the flashbacks in the hospital and all that stuff. They spent a lot of time on that in the first three or four episodes. And then it's felt like the last two, they were just rushing to, to catch up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see a lot of that stuff like actually get resolved. I'll tell you what did it for me was that colonial day celebration calhoun day calhoun day that episode is the one where i literally said i don't care about any of that anymore because there's a section in there it's almost 20 25 minutes where everyone is spying on everyone else everyone is looking across the chairs or the festivities to see who's who's she talking who's he talking to why are they talking i'm gonna pull that person aside and talk to that person oh why are they talking and it just it's almost circled me in to where I was just like, okay, details be gone. I want to know which one of these dirty people is the dirtiest. <laughs> That's what it became for me. And, you know, I still don't know. They're all pretty dirty. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I, I don't know. That that was my frustration. Was, is the, they spent a lot of time on, like, her sexuality in the first uh, part of it. And then that just kind of goes out the window. Her alcoholism is cured by the end of this. Just kind of, you know, well, as soon as she gets taken sick. the medicine. Yeah, but... Uh, even before that, she stops drinking, and it's just kind of the, epi- the, the the next to last episode she's drinking. She goes well, the- not constantly is what I'm talking mm. about. Oh, I see. Well, when she's in the bar with the 18 year old, I got the feeling they were both pretty wasted. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that was the thing. That was the thing about this show. I, I had a uh, a night of experience with this the oh, yeah. show. The night of. Remember, there's a an episode of the night of where a character does something in the like that's been sort of straight lace the entire series oh yeah suddenly exactly. makes a decision yeah, yeah, yeah. that doesn't make any sense right and like this one here i don't care how drunk she is 
I did not believe that she was just going to let this 18 year old fuck her just because he's like looking at, oh, you're reading my scars. I think oh, it was, you're I think she wanted to fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. I well, got no, that but, vibe early on. Mm, but that's, but yes, I was, I was shocked by that. Yeah. Uh, but I think that was the show. That was an, at least the show trying to say, Look how much worse it can still get. Yeah, um, she's she is a serial bad decision maker, yeah. and she's going to continue to to do this stop herself. at the expense of like a million things. Yeah, everything. there's no reason for her to do that. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was just one of those moments. I was sitting there going, I mean, she knows they're looking for them. Of course, there's going to be a point where they're going to break down the door. That's why I was I was disappointed that her character made that choice yeah, at that moment yeah. and yes that is her character but at the same time i was like come it's power, on it's the power of lady just boners. come on yeah yeah i guess so <laughs> the power I guess of lady so. boners there's, like, there's a point too where she has sex with the uh the detective guy and everything this has nothing to do with the quality of the show or anything i thought it really <laughs> It was almost, it was super pornographic to me because he pulls his pants down. He like starts cranking on him. <laughs> he does. There's like a shadowy dick shot. And I was like sitting there going, it was, what yeah, the it was fuck am I watching? No, it was definitely, it was definitely. Starts cranking. I mean, that's the slang for I've got to make sure it's hard enough. Or or that was the way they were covering it. Like, they didn't want it to show. So I he had to. I feel like I like, saw yeah, it. Yeah. I'm cranking this shit up. And, I don't know. Uh, I mean, everything about almost every one of their sex scenes was something uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's like, uh, when when she puts his hand up in there, he's, yeah. he's she's like, look at me. Keep your eyes up here. And she just grabs his yeah. hand shoves it in there. Yeah. Right. The look on his face. It's like, so we're really doing this, huh? yeah. right? Like right back there, where where the shack is, and we're gonna do this here. But isn't isn't all of this specifically a a, ta- a take on the consequences of not understanding how love is given and how love is received? Like this whole show is about you know women who grow up in a home where a mom says, "I need you to need me." Like if you stop needing me then, you know, I I might as well be dead, right? Mm. So, like, everything that she is doing, all the decisions she's making come from that place of, like, I don't understand how love is given. I don't understand how it's received. Like, it's, you know, so when she cuts herself, all that stuff, like, it has to come out somewhere. And I think that's what the the show is kind of in all those things. I think they're purposeful. I really do think they're purposeful. And just Mm -hmm. think about not only just the family abuse, but the abuse that she had when she was a teenager and everything. Sophia Lillis from it uh, plays the young. Oh, she's so great. And uh, yeah. And, and very few, like it's all flashback, dreamy flashbacks, like cut, cut away flashback. And then, you know, you'll see a little thing like she's running through the woods and she's like, okay, what's that all about? And then you find out it's like, oh, the football team did a train on her, mm-hmm. basically, and it was and like she wasn't the only one. Yeah, sounds like every girl like, with like, yeah, it was a new cheerleader every week or whatever. Yeah, and like, uh, and and I do like the scene where the dude from the football team runs into her and starts trying to apologize <laughs> and everything, and she's like, well, you know, I guess we both got fucked that day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, yeah, she's not having it, yeah, man. Exactly, she's, she's not in an emotional yeah. place to forgive at all. <laughs> You're, You're right. not gonna get that from me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and uh, you know, I, someone I won't say who had a great theory that uh, that maybe she had gotten pregnant in that encounter, oh. and that Ama was going to be revealed to be Camille's daughter. Hmm. Oh, didn't pay out, but 
would have well, been awesome. It does <laughs> it does make you wonder for a while there, like because the I guess what the original father is dead, right? Or or gone. Yeah, and I don't feel it's like not, the show ever explains. It's not Henry Journey or no, whatever. He's not Camille's dad. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's a stepdad, and there's a point where they have a little hashing out. Like I always felt bad that I never got to know you or whatever and it's like now i realize i was i was right not to or something like that um and uh but like yeah we don't know what happened to the original dad and then this other one came in and we don't know if he's even the father of of amma right and you know maybe maybe that is what he's talking about matt Matt craven could be the guy you you know but uh yeah that's a an interesting little i like that i like that theory it's one of those theories that may not be true but you want it to be well and the other the other part of the other thing that that led me there was because I am the unmentioned theory <laughs> yeah. giver. Uh, I just thought it, it was also with they were saying ama ama and it just sounds so much like mama. Yeah, and I was just it's like an anagram. Maybe, yeah, it is anagram. It would have just been so another layer it, of mother daughter. Exactly, stuff. it would have made so yeah. much sense to me thematically, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And the fact that it didn't go there, I honestly had a little bit of trouble not holding it against the show, and that's not okay. Like that's you know the show gets to do what it wants to do, but I was like. But I think this makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Come on, go where I thought you were going to go. What's uh, funny is that Sophia Lillis, everybody was talking about how Jessica Chastain has to play her in the It sequel. Like, she looks so much alike that it's it's perfect. And she eventually got cast in it. But there are times where, like, they do, like, a like a face merge almost. And, mm-hmm. and, and you could see Amy Adams as Sophia Lillis. They For look sure. so much alike, even more so than Jessica Chastain. Yeah. I, killed it with the casting i'll go further than that this is so this is just my i have been raised in a jj abrams world where there's a mystery box about everything right so i'm going into this show second episode and going man why is every single female in this town a redhead oh yeah yeah and and i'm thinking wait is this all in her like psyche and they're all versions of her and Mm, you know different ah. things i was thinking the exact same thing in fact i thought the redhead thing was going to come up i thought it was was like what is are these all amy adams makes a crack about redheads in there doesn't don't maybe they? adora's more of a matriarch than we realized well that yeah either <laughs> either that or it's a dude going around and you know yeah some ginger yeah exactly some ginger <laughs> it's ed sheeran <laughs> it's ed sheeran definitely it's definitely ed sheeran Fuck the whole he's, town. he's the only one who can plow that many i do feel like the show deserves whether it wins or not some kind of mention just for editing just because oh, of the sure. way the the flashbacks the way we've we've struggled to describe them we've used like dreamlike and face mashing and uh but the the show is pretty daring in its editing and uh it's one of those shows where if you look away you might have missed an important flashback yep. well you you're missing stuff even watching it closely I don't know if you've done the deep dive on like the the scars and the different yes. cutting and that kind of stuff in the the cuttings that appear in the show like every episode just for brief seconds there's yeah. words that change from you know dirt to dirty so there's mm-hmm. like actual words in the universe that then add something to make her think about herself and it's just so quick like I I caught maybe one or two of those mm. that's why I was I was thinking along the same lines as you guys were too that it was all in her head because yeah. At the the funeral service, there was one time where it like a sign in, uh, on stage said hugs or something like that. Right. And she looks back at it and it says hurt. Yeah. So she's exactly. imagining all this stuff. So it could. And that's another reason that maybe you wouldn't buy it at the end until you get that confirmation. Yeah. Because this could totally be explained as being a Shutter Islandy type of construct. It could. You know? It absolutely. You could have. You could end this movie with her waking up in that institution mm-hmm. that we got flashbacks of and make an argument that it was all. Mm-hmm. constructed 
all happened in a snow globe. So. Maybe that'll be season two. <laughs> yeah. All right. Season two. You know, someone's going to push it, even though Marty Knoxon clearly has said she's not going to do it. We're not doing it. You know, HBO is going to be like, well, Big Little Lies was only supposed exactly. to be one. If so. it wins a bunch of awards, <laughs> they're going to be like, it'll be well. Sharp Objects the early years. <laughs> yeah. And we'll go back in time. A little less sharp object. Yeah. <laughs> Rusty sharp object. <laughs> Dull object. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, so uh, somewhat mixed to great reviews in yeah. this room uh, about this show. I think it's worth watching. I mean, it's only eight, ep- eight episodes. It's totally worth watching. Oh, and you're totally right that it has so much in common with the center mm-hmm. that it was very weird like watching those right back to back because it's all bad moms and sister things and like i don't know uh, distraught main characters things like that so by the way mini pod within a mini pod here <laughs> could talk about ozark as well the uh-huh. which came out with season two and is also set in missouri yeah mm. and um but like i had a I had a trouble with this this season this this season that just came up do you watch ozark i love season one i have not had a chance to dig into season two yet. okay i i actually started it and then just just suddenly i'm done uh that should say that i really loved it but by the end of it i really had to think about this one hmm. like i like even though i binged it and even though i got it done quick there's some parts of that there's some things in that series man Ugh. There's some things that I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't think it makes sense. A lot Ooh. of the stuff makes sense in this. And I went to look at some reviews and, and, and some of the reviews were saying some of the things that I, I had picked up on too that they didn't like about it and everything. There was, it's not getting great reviews. Uh, but there were some other things in there. I just, uh, I, I'm trying to think if I could say this without spoiling. Um, please, I would appreciate that. Um, <laughs> there's a part where the detectives find some evidence and and you're like okay so that they're fucked this this whoever this is that's you know being investigated here they're fucked and uh and then that there was there's a decision to replace the evidence somehow but we never see how the evidence is replaced and like and i was like well didn't you have this evidence and you studied it and you have two days worth of it and all that and then how did you replace it Hmm. like there was no just like Seems like an important plot. Yeah, and so like it's one of those things. Like I'm hoping, I'm hoping you watch and and you you tell me I'm maybe I just missed an episode or something. (laughs) Maybe I somehow like missed a scene. There's a there's a scene where Laura Lenny says something like, "Oh yeah, we did this and this and this and this, and that's the reason why." And I was like, I don't remember that happening. Hmm. Well, maybe it did, but it was like it would have been like two seconds worth. But anyway. Ozark, uh, still, still troubled by that. Hmm. Were you, were, did you have the same kind of issues with season one no. at all? Okay. Yeah. Cause I didn't, don't remember any of that from season one. No, but. season one was perfectly fine. This one, I mean, it's exciting. It's worth watching. It's just that by the end of it, I was like, I don't know if I quite get, I don't get this character's motivation for doing what they're doing. Uh, like what's the end game? Right. Like there's, there doesn't seem to be one but they're they're making that person a problem hmm. and uh and so like uh and then there's that that evidence thing i was just like uh, okay but uh it's yeah, it's one of those series it's got good stuff in it it's just uh, hmm. anyway to missouri uh, <laughs> uh thing. on behalf like, of the state of missouri yeah i just like to say right. there are some normies <laughs> yeah. there you know i don't yeah. believe you <laughs> yeah i don't believe you either and technically you know i've only lived there you know under a decade so 
Look, you know, I, been, I was born and raised in the great state of Michigan. There What's you up? Go. There Look, you I've go. been to Missouri like three times, so I think I know more than you. That's do. true. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. It's Fair hilarious. Enough. We talked about Michigan. Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. who did we run into recently that would like put her palm up on the? Oh, was somebody the CNN. New York. Oh, you have yeah. never said anything more true than <laughs> Michiganders being un just unfathomably proud of our state it's yep, i like have no Cubs idea mm-hmm. i have i have no idea how that happens yeah anyway either. sharp objects yeah it's yeah. very interesting sharpie pod yeah. you should totally totally watch it and let us know what you think yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm so, still confused yeah i don't know if we'll be doing many i guess many tv mini pods tv many tv mini pods <laughs> 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 say that five times yeah five. exactly uh but i guess we'll see how this one goes and this one called for it I if think. there was some if there's uh you know i thought when you said we got to talk about this i thought you were going to talk about all the psychology and stuff in it but oh uh, that's a whole other no i've got i've got many many thoughts on that too. many many mini pod many, thoughts many many too much for a mini pod <laughs> Right. Uh, I, I will say one thing about that though uh, it's incredibly well portrayed mm-hmm. um, in terms of I've dealt with a lot of self-injurious behavior with my patients when I was on the inpatient unit um, and it typically goes with this condition called borderline personality disorder which is typically preceded by family trauma especially in young women especially uh, in familial environments and things like that and so the scene of her cutting herself right before she goes in, like, you know what you did. Person sees it, her bleeding, and he's like, she's like, all right, come on back. How bad is it? Mm-hmm. And everybody's kind of been through this whole routine before. And the cutting itself is not about the pain. It's about the release that Aaron was talking about earlier. So anyway, the main thing is they depict this very well. I assume it's the same way in the book. Um it's it's a rough and complicated subject, um, but I think they handle it very, very well. And it's interesting how it fits in with the plot, too. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting, the fact that she carves in actual words that flash up, like the, the end of that first episode with that vanish thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, is atypical. I, I actually have never seen anybody cut actual words into themselves. So when I saw those words tar- taking shape, I was like, this is a whole new wrinkle to this. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Anyway, that'll do it for this mini pod. Mini pod of sharp objects. Sharpie pod. Sharpie pod. If you have, uh, if you, uh, if you, you like these type of mini pods, we're doing TV shows. Just uh, let us know. If you, if not, tell us. Yeah. You know, say fuck that, man. I'm here for the movies. <laughs> um, but you know, inevitably, it's going to be like, oh, a bunch of people are going to love it, and yeah. there's going to be like twenty percent. No, no more mini pods on TV. Fuck you. <laughs> you do this, but not Infinity War sins. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly what's going to happen. But uh, anyway, that'll do it for this episode. Go to uh, Sincast presented by Cinema Sins on Facebook. Go to SoundCloud. Go to Twitter. There's a lot of places that you can uh, comment about this episode. Anyway, uh, that'll do it for this week. Chris Atkinson, Jeremy Scott. Barrett Share and Aaron Dicer. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. So I had a very interesting uber ride mm-hmm. over here over here yeah why well I, first of all i'm i swear it was the first time this person had ever driven a manual transmission vehicle like mm. every time we slowed oh. down it was like having trouble finding the gears and that kind of stuff but then she had on i think it's kelly Rowland kisses down low 
Like, do you know this song? Yeah. Do you know the Kisses Down Low song? <laughs> I want to know this song, but I do not. She's singing it like at full volume. Nice. And I'm just sitting in the Your back. Your driver's the... singing along? Yeah. To Kisses Down Low. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. I, I, I can only What's... assume she's not paying attention to the words she's saying about spines being chilled and backs being arched. But uh, man. Maybe she just doesn't care. That's uh, very possible. She Very sings possible. like no one's listening. I mean, I've had <laughs> plenty of Uber drivers that are that seem to not care what I might think of them, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, some that just carry on full phone conversations with friends while they're driving, and it's it can be a you know one of these days I'm going to get killed by one of those people probably. Well, I think we all are going to be eventually killed. I think by yeah, Uber it's drivers. either it's either pandemic, <laughs> leading cause of death in America war, is death by Uber or Uber. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure those are the three leading chances. <laughs> Chances of wiping out. Okay, yeah. let's do some kind of pumping. <laughs> but he's going full no headphones now. <laughs> he's well, going it was, bareback. He was so well, confident. Was, no, all of a sudden the right ear started just like Staticing. going crazy. And so I was just like, skip it. We're out. All the right. headphones are on the ground. Um, <laughs>